A lot of investors these days pay very close attention to a stock picker named Kathy Wood. Wood runs an investment firm called Arc Investment Management, and a lot of the companies she picks have done really well. So when Wood announced earlier this year that she'd be picking a bunch of companies to put into a fund focused on space exploration, investors were dying to know which companies she'd include. You saw space-related stocks just rally for no other reason other than the fact that Kathy was talking about it. Nobody knew what was going to be in the fund. Nobody knew what the makeup of it would be. But investors were already placing their bets on which stocks would go higher. So you were seeing companies rise 10% or more in some cases, just in the expectation that ARK was going to pull them into their fund. That's our colleague, Michael Wursthorn. The fund ARK is launching is an ETF, basically a portfolio of companies that investors can buy and sell like a stock. And this ETF is called ARK-X. It wound up including some surprising companies, but investors have poured their money into it. It's right now on track to be one of the most successful fund launches ever. It is one of the most successful fund launches ever. Just to give, I, I guess, a comparison across the industry, it takes, on average, about three to five years for an ETF just to get to $100 million. And we're talking about a fund now that's over $500 million, well on track to be at a billion within a, you know, a matter of days, if not weeks at the longest. Kathy Wood commands the flow of money right now in a lot of ways, and she's created this incredibly loyal following of retail investors, and she's really managed to create this excitement around investing. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Monday, April 12th. Coming up on the show, the stock picker behind the market's fastest-growing investment fund. This episode is brought to you by Canva. When your work looks good, you look good. So create all the stunning presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos you need with Canva. Start with one of the designer-made templates or jump ahead with the power of AI. It's a real time saver and anybody can use it. Whatever department you work in, whatever you need, Canva will help you get it done and make it look fantastic. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. Tap the banner to learn more. Kathy Wood has been picking stocks for about two decades. She invests in innovative, tech-focused companies that she thinks could become big-time disruptors. But throughout her career, not everyone has shared her appetite for disruption. Before Wood founded ARK, she worked at a company called Alliance Bernstein. And some people there thought her strategy was too risky, especially after the 2008 financial crisis. Alliance Bernstein wanted her to pull back on some of the risk within these funds. They're thinking about a lot of other strategies than, say, just one high-growth type of strategy that Kathy was doing. But Wood believed in her strategy, so she decided to take her philosophy of investing in these innovative, high-risk companies and set out on her own. In 2014, she started her own firm called ARK Investment Management. It was about greater control, being able to sort of call the shots and have a strategy that really reflects her convictions and where she sees the opportunities within the market Wood didn't respond to our request for an interview, but she recently explained why she decided to create the fund, the investment website Benzinga. We saw so much innovation about to take off. We wanted to 
dedicate a portfolio to innovation. That didn't exist in the marketplace. Again, innovation was out of favor. It was too volatile. In fact, when we started the firm in 2014, it took a lot to get people's attention because they thought we were too risky, too crazy. And so that early iteration of ARC, when she did form it, was a small, scrappy firm. They weren't even working out of a, a dedicated office for some time. But she funded it herself, got it up and going, rolled out these funds that really, you know, just quietly crept into the market. Didn't get a lot of recognition. And what set ARC apart from other investment firms? So, I, I mean, right off the bat, the starkest contrast is the fact that Kathy's managing these funds actively, Wood was actively managing her funds at a time when the dominant approach on Wall Street was to do it passively. Active management means you pick which stocks you think are going to beat the market. That's in contrast to passive management, which means you don't try to beat the market, you just buy a slice of the whole thing. Wood saw a flaw in this passive approach. She really believed that passive investing, the big downfall of it, was that it wasn't rewarding the innovation, it was rewarding the companies that already got to where they were. Wood was looking for up-and-coming companies, and she felt that passive management wasn't able to see that kind of potential. So when she started ARC, she decided to take the active approach. So she's trading in and out of stocks on a daily basis. Doesn't have to, you know, trade every day, but she can if she wants to. Did people think that she was going to succeed when she started this fund? I think people didn't expect a whole lot out of it. There's a lot of research that just shows that active stock picking on a consistent basis where you're always winning, it just doesn't happen. I've heard her describe you know, herself that her friends thought she would fail in this situation. They doubted it. Wood has said that the doubt made her even more determined to succeed. And one of Wood's strategies for success was to talk very publicly about her investment decisions. Whenever ARC would change the makeup of a fund by investing in a new company or selling off shares of another, Wood's firm explained it on social media. All the analysts that work at ARC focus on various industries. They all are on Twitter and active, you know, constantly communicating with various investors if they have questions. All the research they put available for their, on their website, and a lot of investors routinely read that. They do podcasts. They have an Instagram account that people widely follow where you'll see snippets of their annual big ideas, which is really just where Kathy talks about the themes and trends that she feels are important or in focus for every year. You know, and besides that, she uses videos to communicate on a monthly or more frequent basis with her investors as well. Hi, everybody. Uh, Kathy Wood here again, ARK Invest. It's been an exciting month, lots going on. So it's not even just appearing on CNBC or Bloomberg or other places to talk to investors. She's taking that message directly to them, really breaking down the investment environment, breaking down her thoughts on ARC. At first, ARC didn't get much attention. But then people started noticing how Woods was betting big on Tesla, the electric vehicle startup. And these bets came at a time when Tesla was struggling. We believe the transportation industry is going to shift wholesale to electric, and Tesla's ahead of the pack. What investors on and off Wall Street thought about her risky bet? That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Natrol is America's number one drug-free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients, like 99% pure melatonin, to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol. Sleep tonight. Live tomorrow. Shop now at Natrol.com. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. Throughout 2016, 17, and 18, ARK invested heavily in Tesla. Wood said that she believed the company was seriously undervalued by traditional Wall Street analysts. The analysts following this stock don't know how to analyze it because they're, it's, it's not a technology stock. It is that. It's not a car company. Yes, it is. Battery. It's utility. It's, it's something for everyone, and no one can pull it all together. It is our highest conviction idea for a reason. Wood predicted that Tesla's stock price would go up to $4,000 at a time when it was trading around 350 bucks. People just didn't see that happening. Tesla was nowhere near that kind of valuation. You know, Tesla was still struggling just to consistently meet quotas. You know, they, they weren't turning profits at the time. Nobody really saw it getting there and certainly not in a time frame that, you know, would be within the next, you know, five to six years, which is what ARC pins its investment predictions to for the most part. There were a lot of doubters of Tesla itself, and that led them to doubt Kathy by extension. Kathy Wood is a very thoughtful investor, and she's done a lot of work on the company. You know, my issues are I don't think that they're looking at the balance sheet. I mean, the, the bottom line here is the balance sheet's in distress. Uh, and you can talk all you want about where it's going to be in five years. I'm not sure they're going to get there. Even though the Wall Street establishment doubted her bet on Tesla, there was one group that absolutely loved it a growing group of diehard Tesla fans. There were a lot of people that ignored what Wall Street was saying about Tesla. They were ignoring those detractors, and they believed that the company could get to where it was. So in a lot of ways, Kathy was saying what they've been thinking all along. They found that here is somebody who manages money, who speaks the same way they do in a sense, and then sees the trajectory of this company going the same way that they do. While Wood endeared herself with Tesla's passionate fan base, the bet also closely associated her with the company. And in September of 2018, that became a problem. That's when Tesla found itself at the center of a few controversies. CEO Elon Musk got into hot water when he smoked pot on Joe Rogan's podcast. And then, after a misleading tweet, Musk came under investigation by the Securities and Exchange Commission for securities fraud. And some of that controversy landed on Wood. Kathy was finding herself talking about Tesla, finding herself sort of defending her original targets, her, her vision of Tesla. You know, Kathy defended herself well during those periods. And what, what her message was really during this time, and it was borne out through her funds, was that, yes, Tesla is one of our biggest holdings, but we have a lot of other companies that are doing well. So I think part of her messaging was that we shouldn't just be associated with one company, that our idea of innovation and disruption really spans beyond just Tesla itself. So how does how Kathy responded to that criticism that she was facing by sticking with Tesla and by sticking with Elon Musk, what does that say about who she is as an investor? I think it's another example of where you see that this is a person who has strong convictions 
and that those convictions aren't so easily rattled by the headlines of the day, by the press of the day, that, you know, when she does an analysis in her research on a specific company, that it's really based on the fundamentals of where that business is going and where that overall market demand eventually will get to. I mean, she's looking at companies that are really going to dominate. And I think it shows that she's not a person that's going to become susceptible to the noise or just sort of the short-term trends within the market. Her approach has paid off. Remember when Wood bet that Tesla would be worth more than $4,000 a share? She was right. It reached that valuation in January. In fact, a lot of the innovative tech-focused companies that Wood loves took off during the pandemic. ARC was investing all in the part of the market that was really poised to benefit from this new reality everybody found themselves in because of the coronavirus crisis. We're stuck at home. We're now using technology to communicate and stay in touch, to do simple things like order food even in some cases. You know, she was always sort of at the forefront of technology and investing in technology, but now COVID accelerates all these trends to a significant degree in terms of digital adoption and having people just do everything different in their lives. And that ended up being a net positive to the companies that ARC found itself in. 2020 was a huge success for ARC. Its main fund, the ARC Innovation Fund, was up over 150%. Another way to look at it is, if you'd invested $1,000 in that fund when she created it in 2014, you'd now have nearly $7,000. And now, Wood is launching her new fund focused on space, ARCX. The full name of it is the ARC Space Exploration and Innovation ETF. And what the idea behind it is, is to invest a bulk of the assets into companies that are tied into just that. You know, companies that are looking at the cutting edge of satellite technology, you know, launching rockets into space, sort of anything, as they describe it, above ground, which encompasses quite a bit. Michael says that Wood has proven herself so good at picking stocks that as soon as she announced ARCX in January, investors started pouring money into space-related companies just because she was talking about their potential. But last week, when ARC finally announced what companies would make up the fund, some people were confused. The fund included aerospace companies like Boeing and Lockheed Martin, but also some unexpected ones like John Deere and Netflix. Her followers, like the YouTuber Richard Allen, were puzzled. Hey, Netflix is in there, maybe because of uh, of the show Lost in Space. I don't know. But there are some others in there that are like, okay, what's, uh, why is this in a space ETF? It was a little funny. So obviously social media, there's the tried and true tool of the meme that people take to poke fun at anything. And ARC was no exception in this case. You know, the John Deere tractor, you know, one person created one showing it, you know, roving across Mars, poking fun at this idea of how is Deere in a space ETF when you have one other space ETF that's out there. It's under the ticker UFO. You know, this is an ETF of rocket companies and things like that. There is no John Deere in there. John Deere got into the fun itself. They create a few memes, one of them being a, a UFO coming along and beaming up a deer tractor. But like she always does, Wood explained her logic to investors. ARC put out a press release saying they were focused on companies that relied on space technology, in addition to those going to space. In other words, John Deere may not be sending tractors to the moon, but it does use satellites for self-driving ones. So it's a unique take on space, but one that I think investors are becoming more understanding of as they understand the fund better. The fact that this is one of the fastest growing funds ever 
What does that say about the level of influence that Kathy Wood has amassed? It says that she has a strong influence over the flow of money. If investors see a new stock that one of the ARK funds got into, you'll generally see those stocks surge even more because you'll have now individual investors buying shares of those stock, even if they own an ETF, just because Kathy's buying it. Is it that Kathy Wood leads the pack and then investors follow her? Or is it that she's just sort of better at capturing the zeitgeist that retail investors and other investors now are looking for? I'd say it's both because there are some that look to her as almost like a prophet of Wall Street investing, which in some ways sounds absurd because you know there's been many types of profits that have been proven wrong over the years and nobody could be totally on. But she is also very much tapping into a part of the market that feels overlooked by traditional Wall Street, by traditional asset managers, and maybe in some ways by the traditional brokerage firms, that whole traditional setup. But there's no guarantee that Wood's bets will always pay off. So far, 2021 hasn't been great. ARK's main ETF, the one that went up 150% last year, it's down 20% from its peak in February. You have 150% year, Odds are you're not going to have another 150% year, especially following after that. So the cards are stacked against her for sure at this point. You know, that said, I certainly think that she's got a, a tough time, but she's proved a lot of people wrong so far. So I wouldn't really necessarily bet against her at this point. That's all for today, Monday, April 12th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like the show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.